Chapter 3 Trishanku That was the time when famous king of the Sola dynasty Trishanku was reigning as the king He was so much in love with the beauty of his body that he could not bear the thought of parting with it at death He desired to ascend to heaven in that very body Sage Vasishta his preceptor whom he approached for help in realizing his wish advised him to give up attempting the impossible dissatisfied with Vasishta's response the king approached the sage's son and sought their help they were angry at being asked to do something which their father had pronounced impossible they ridiculed his vanity and curtly asked him to go away trishanku would not give up his aim and told them that since they and their father were unable to help him he would find others who could help him vasishtha's sons were provoked beyond endurance and cursed him to be a chandala the curse began to act and the next morning trishanku woke up a different person altogether in an ugly form attired in dirty clothes and in a way which nobody wants to be next to him his ministers and his people could not recognize him he was driven out of the kingdom and he wandered hungry and weary almost to death till his destiny took him to vishwamitra's ashrama the king's appearance moved the heart of the sage who inquired aren't you king trishanku what happened to you what has brought you to this state who cursed you trishanku recounted all that had happened and he fell at the sage's feet and said i had been a good king and never swerved from the path of dharma i have committed no papa and wronged none my preceptor and his sons have deserted me and cursed me and you see me thus in front of you shwamitra took pity on the king who is suffering because of the curse and is there as a chandala this was vishwamitra's greatest weakness he was impulsive and easily overpowered by emotions like anger sympathy and love in sweet words he made the king happy o king i have heard of your righteousness i offer you refuge don't be afraid i will arrange for a yagya which will enable you to enter heaven in your own body and in this very chandala form you shall reach heaven despite your guru's curse be assured that this will happen then he made arrangements for a great and unprecedented yagya vishwamitra then directed his disciples to invite all the sages and their disciples for the proposed yagya 
afraid of saying no to what was more or less a command all the rishis agreed to be present but the sons of vasishta declined the invitation and made fun about the yaga at which the officiating priest was once upon a time kshatriya and the yajaman a stinking chandala this reply duly conveyed enraged vishwamitra who exploded into a curse that vasishta's sons do die and be reborn for seven generations in a tribe given to eating dog's flesh the sage then became the yada extolling trishanku's eminent virtues vishwamitra sought the help of the other rishis in effecting the bodily translation of trishanku to heaven well aware of the sage's mighty powers and very short temper the invitees lent their support and the yaga went on it reached the stage when the gods were invoked to descend and accept the offerings but no devas came it was clear that vishwamitra's yaga was a failure and the rishis who had attended the ceremony laughed within at vishwamitra's embarrassment wild with rage vishwamitra held the ladle of ghee over the flames and said o trishanku here look at my power i now transfer for your benefit all the merits i have earned if my austerities have any value they should lift you to heaven in your physical frame i care not if the devas reject my offerings o trishanku asen a miracle followed to the astonishment of those assembled trishanku in his chandala body rose heavenward the world saw the power of vishwamitra's tapas trishanku reached swarga but indra did not like him coming that way and pushed him down saying who are you entering the heaven with a chandala body you fool that earned the curse of your own guru go down again trishanku fell from heaven head downwards screaming oh vishwamitra save me vishwamitra seeing this was beside himself with anger determined to teach the devas a lesson he shouted to trishanku stop there stop there and to the amazement of all trishanku's earthward descent came to an abrupt stop and he stopped in mid air shining like a star like a second brahma vishwamitra proceeded to create a new starry horizon to the south as well as a new indra and new devas alam at their supremacy the devas now came to terms and humbly entreated vishwamitra to desist
they said let trishanku stay where he is at present let the other stars of your creation shine forever like your own fame and honor control your anger and be friends with us gratified at this submission and as easily appeased as provoked vishwamitra halted his creative process but his stupendous activities has consumed the whole of the power that he had thus far acquired by his austerities and he found he had to begin again vishwamitra now proceeded westwards to pushkara and resumed his austerities for years the rigorous tapas continued but once again as it was about to bear fruit something happened to rouse his anger and he lost his balance and cursed his own sons soon recovering himself he firmly resolved never again to yield to anger and resume his tapas after many years of austerities brahma and the devas appeared before him and said oh kaushika your tapas has borne fruit you are no longer in the ranks of kings you have become a real rishi having thus blessed vishwamitra brahma returned this was again a disappointment he wanted to become a brahmarishi and vasishtha's peer and he had only been acknowledged an ordinary rishi it was a recognition as futile as the missiles of power which vasishtha's brahmadanda has swallowed he therefore decided to go on his tapas making it more severe than ever before the devas did not like this they sent the heavenly damsel menaka to tempt him with her celestial beauty and allurements she went to pushkara where vishwamitra was undergoing austerities and played to catch his eye with a hundred vials of charm and grace Vishwamitra saw her and was fascinated by her beauty. His vow was broken and he spent 10 years in a dream of joy forgetful of his high resolve. Awakening at last he looked at the trembling Menaka sorrowfully and said he would not curse her for it was his own folly and not her fault. as in tempting him she was only carrying out the orders of her master and sadly he went away to the himalayas to resume his broken tapas there for a thousand years controlling his senses he performed rigorous tapas at the request of the devas brahma appeared before vishwamitra and spoke to him thus sweetly i welcome you as a maharishi my son pleased with your soulful tapas i confer on you that title 
and the sanctity it brings unmoved alike by gratification or disappointment vishwamitra folded his hands in adoration and asked the creator of the universe if the boon meant conquest over the senses by no means said the creator but strive to subjugate the senses o tiger among the munis resolved on the supreme conquest vishwamitra entered on another 1000 years of even harder tapas which threw the devas into even greater consternation indra called unto him the celestial damsel ramba and enjoined on her as a vital service to the devas to employ all her art to bring vishwamitra under the spell of her charm and divert him from his purpose she was sorely afraid but indra assured her that she would not be left alone but be accompanied by the god of love and the spirit of springtime would be with her for support unwilling she went and as she entered the precincts of the hermitage the forest bloomed into a vernal beauty and the south wind blew gently laden with the scent of flowers and the coquillas burst into song love and spring were both there to assist beauty disturbed by stirrings to which he had long been a stranger vishwamitra opened his eyes and saw a smiling damsel of surpassing beauty who seemed the very soul of the spring with its flowers and fragrance and song at this vision of voluptuousness a white heat of anger surged through him as he recognized in it another temptation thrown in his way by the envious gods and he cursed ramba o ramba for seeking to tempt me who am striving to conquer anger and desire be you frozen to an image of stone for 10000 years but this explosion of rage made him see how far he was from the fulfillment of his purpose and sadly he quit the himalayan forest and sought the solitude of the east there he restrained his breathing gave up all thought of the things of the world and performed austerities so stern that smoke and flames issued from his body and enveloped the entire universe then at the prayer of the panic stricken devas brahma again appeared before him and hailed him as the brahma rishi all hail brahma rishi i am pleased with you blessed be your life vishwamitra and be very happy but humbly he said 
how can I be happy unless from Vasishta's lips I hear that I am Brahmarishi? Vasishta smiled, remembering his fight with Vishamitra, and said to him, "You have achieved the fruit of your great austerities. Indeed, you are a Brahmarishi, my brother." There was joy all around. This was the story of the sage who arrived suddenly at Dasharatha's court.